What is up, everyone? Welcome into Locked on Tigers. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. It is Friday, September 25th, 2020. This is another one of those Frankenstein's monster episodes. I, I had done an entire podcast that I recorded last night. I That's how I go about things. Friday's podcast, I record Thursday night. Um, and I, I went back and listened to it. And outside of it being out of date, I, I talked a little bit about my social media situation. I do now have my my personal Twitter back, which is nice, but it was it was pretty depressing and borderline unuploadable. So to just it's for one, just to for consistency's sake, but even more so just for to to make sure that I don't worry anybody. Um, I, I'm re-recording uh, now that I'm feeling uh, a little bit better. Not much else really to discuss. The first part of the show was just me talking about social media and where what my situation is. And I've addressed all that stuff on my personal Twitter account by now. So let's just move on and talk about uh, last night's Tiger game. Tigers lost another one-run ball game last night. That won 8-7 against the Kansas City Royals. And kind of a weird thing happened a couple hours before the game or in the afternoon, you know, leading up to the game. Alex Gordon, left fielder for the Royals, announced he would be retiring at the end of the season. I, I don't have a whole lot to comment on about that except just to wish him congratulations. A wonderful career when you think of the heyday of Kansas City Royals baseball in the mid-2010s. Alex Gordon is one of the first faces, one of the first names that comes to mind. So I wish him all the best. He had a tremendous career. By no means a Hall of Famer, but a, a wonderful career nonetheless. And he'll be remembered uh, as all-time royalty for the Royals. Tigers lost 8-7. to seven. Early on, it was looking like this thing was going to be a blowout. I'll start with the guy on the mound, Michael Falmer. Two and a third inning, seven hits, four runs, all of them earned. No walks, no strikeouts. He ends the year with an 8.78 ERA. Now, this season, before it even started, it was over, right? I mean, we're almost through 60 games already. It's like we hardly knew ye type of season, but based on what we've seen this year, I have zero reason to believe that Michael Fulmer will ever be a solid Major League starter again. I mean, he he was bad this season. I, I guess I don't even know what I expected. I, I thought... By the end of the year, he'd be maybe going four innings. And I thought in the minimal amount of innings that in which he would be allowed to pitch, I thought the stuff would look better. I didn't think he would get as hammered as hard as he did. And I think last night was kind of a microcosm of his whole season where he gives up two bloop singles to start the game. Or I'm sorry, a bloop single and then a bunt single. And yeah, obviously, you know, that's a little bit of BAPIP involved there, but... I think it speaks to a bigger issue, which is that Michael Fulmer had a whole lot of trouble missing bats this season, and I think that's a really dangerous precedent for a pitcher who was, you know, a strikeout guy when he was really dealing here in Detroit. He struggled quite a bit last night. He struggled this season. Uh, very, very disappointing by Michael Fulmer. And you can't. Uh, the one thing I thought maybe we would say uh, at the end of this year is that you could at least pencil him in for a 2021 rotation spot. You can't do that. I don't even know if you can pencil him in for an opening day spot, even out of the bullpen. How can you? He was objectively awful this season, and it's it's extremely disappointing. Hopefully he finds something, but you know, I kind of have serious doubts because the stuff was flat. 
very disappointing by Michael Fulmer. As for the rest of the game, look, they were they were down early. And it looked like this thing was maybe shaping up to be a blowout, but you had good games by the top of the order. I mean, Victor Reyes, two for four with two runs scored. Willie Castro, three more hits, three RBIs, including a two-run home run. You know, I was looking at Willie Castro's baseball savant page, and it's not that pretty. I mean, outside of expected batting average, like his exit velo is really low. Hard to hit rate, barrel rate, very low, like in like the 10th percentile, and yet... He's got a 350 average and did hit for power yesterday and has hit for power this season. I think, unlike Michael Fulmer, who I think is a question mark and we're going to look at and say, can you you know, put this guy in for an opening day roster next season? I think Willie Castro has firmly cemented himself as an everyday guy in 2021. He could be one of those steals that we look back on, one of those steals you desperately need if you want to build a championship core. That may be one of the bigger wins of the Alavila administration if he continues to develop. The other big story, you had three more hits by Miguel Cabrera, whose average is now up to 250 and whose OPS is like close to 750 all of a sudden. He had a 450-foot home run to center field yesterday. I mean, as Miguel Cabrera, as it gets, what's weird is this is exactly how he ended last season. He had this random power surge at the end of the year. And I want to say it might have been how he ended 2017 also. I could be wrong, but at least the last two seasons, he's he's finished with a flurry. And that's that's great, right? Hopefully, it leads to some, some carryover. I said at the beginning of the year, now obviously this was pre-COVID, but I think I, I, think I meant it in the 60-game season as well. 800 OPS, anything above that, a successful season for Miguel Cabrera. And he's not there but he's actually closer than I thought he'd be. I mean, his OPS was in the 600s like two days ago. A couple big big days will do that for you. Hopefully he finishes strong here. You know, I have serious doubts about whether or not he'll ever be, you know, even close to good again. But, I don't know, he keeps teasing us, right? Because you you see these, these fleeting moments and you're like, maybe that guy is still in there somewhere. I hope he is because we all love Miggy. You know, they tried to come back there. They were down 8-4. They did, had a great rally off of Stomont there or Stumont there in the top of the eighth inning, but it was all for naught as the Tigers came up short, losing 8-7. to seven. It wasn't a tank game. It wasn't team tank. I mean, they, they battled until the bitter end, and I think that they are carrying over an attitude that Gardy probably instilled in them. Um, I mean, does it matter? No. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the fact that they lost. Hopefully uh, they can continue to and, and fall into another top five pick here, but you, as I said from the beginning, you can't tell the players not to try, and I give them... Uh, a lot of credit for you know putting their best foot forward, even despite the fact that this is still a pretty darn untalented roster. Right, so that will do it for segment one. Kind of a long first segment. So when I get back, all I'm going to do is just preview tonight's game against the Royals. Spencer Turnbull making his final start of the season for the Tigers. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gives you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. 
like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash MLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. The improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors, 6 new flavors, 12 other original flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. And Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscientious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And we are back. So a good pitching matchup, actually, tonight. On the mound for the Royals, you have Brad Keller comes in with a 4-3 record and a 2 ERA. Don't believe he's faced the Tigers this season, which they've lucked out because he's been far and away their best starting pitcher. Keller is coming off of his worst outing of the season on Sunday. Well, okay, spoke too soon. Against Milwaukee, he gave up five hits and five runs while walking three and striking out four and five plus innings. He's a good pitcher. He's a solid major league pitcher. Like, I think with him and Singer... Like, I don't think either one of those guys has, like, ace potential necessarily. The singer looked pretty darn good the last time he faced the Tigers, but that is that is a solid one-two punch. Keller's got a live arm fastball, I believe, that, you know, approaches the mid-90s. Pitches with a whole lot of confidence. This is the, this is the guy who threw at Tim Anderson last year after the bat flip. He's kind of got a bulldog mentality on the mound. A good pitcher. Tigers will have their work cut out for him tonight, but on the... Other end, for Detroit, you have Spencer Turnbull going. He has a 4-3 record and a 3-8-3 ERA, 46 strikeouts on the season. Turnbull has quality starts in two of his last three outings, including six innings of two-run ball with no walks and seven strikeouts against Cleveland last Saturday. One of his better starts of the season. I mean, in terms of command, probably was his best start of the season because he didn't walk anybody. I mean, strike percentage was still fairly low. This is a guy who does lead the American League in walks given up. That's been an issue for him all year. It was an issue for him last season. I would really like to see Spencer Turnbull finish the year strong because I I do think he's shown a whole lot of promise in this 60-game season pending some crazy free agent signing, which, you know, hopefully they open up the checkbook and that changes. I think he's probably the opening day starter next season. I mean, I got, maybe they'll go Boyd. I guess some of it depends on the manager. If they have a manager who loves veterans the way that uh, Guardy did, then maybe they'll go Boyd. But I, I don't see anybody else. I, th- I think Spencer Turnbull has probably earned the right to be the opening day starter in 2021 with how he's pitched. The stuff is excellent. We know how frustrating he can be to watch on the mound because of how poor his command can be at times. But I, I, I like the guy a lot. I think I do think he has a bright future here. Said it once, I've said it a million times. Stuff is not correctable. Command is correctable. And for that reason, I, I am very excited about what the future holds for Spencer Turnbull in a Detroit Tigers uniform. Real quick, I, I will just preview the pitching matchup for Saturday and Sunday. Why not? 
On Saturday, you have Carlos Hernandez going for the Royals 0-0 record 3-4-6 ERA. The rookie Hernandez made his second career start on Monday against St. Louis, giving up four hits and one run over three and two-thirds innings. He walked three and struck out four. Uh, rookie guy, never seen him pitch, don't know much about him. On the other end for the Tigers, Matt Boyd, 2-7, 696 ERA. Boyd will try to put a bright close on a difficult season in a rematch against the Royals, who he beat with five and two-thirds scoreless innings on two hits with five strikeouts September 15th at Comerica Park. Look, whether he goes out on a high note or a low note, it really doesn't matter to me. I think how this season has gone for Matt Boyd is pretty much etched in stone. How he performs on Saturday will not affect that. It's been a remarkably disappointing campaign, a major step back. I think if we're looking at pitchers whose stock has both risen and fallen the most in this 60-game campaign, I think you look at the National League, I think Trevor Bauer's stock has risen the most, probably going to win the Cy Young, about to make bank in the free agent market, and I think Boyd's stock has fallen off uh, substantially. He's been pretty darn poor, I mean, but bordering on completely awful. And then on Sunday for what will probably be the final game of the season, no word yet on whether or not they make up that doubleheader with the Cardinals, but you have Brady Singer going for the Royals, uh, Singer 3-5, and 4-4-0 ERA. Singer had his worst start as a big leaguer Tuesday against St. Louis. He gave up three hits and three runs over three innings and walked career high five while also hitting a batter, which is crazy because his command was borderline flawless the last time he faced the Tigers. And for the Tigers, making the final start of what, I don't know if it will technically qualify as his rookie season, but at least his first year in the major leagues. Tarek Skubal, 1-3 and in a 6-0 ERA. Skubal will hope to show one final glimpse of the potential that vaulted him up prospect rankings in his final start. He has struck out 14 batters over nine and two-thirds innings in his last two outings, including eight Royals over six innings September 16th. He had a good outing against them the last time he pitched. Hopefully that will carry over. We know how good the stuff is. You would you would like to see him finish strong. I still I still like Scooby a lot. I, I take very little out of what these guys did this season, and I'll talk about that once this season does inevitably conclude. But I still like him. I, I hope he finishes the year strong here. He, you know, hopefully he'll have some confidence. He's pitched well against this team in the past. All right, so that will do it for today's show. You can follow me on Twitter. Yes, I'm back on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow this show on Twitter at Lockdown Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a positive review of this show. It would be much, much appreciated. Thank you um, for sticking with me. This has been a very exhausting week, and I'm doing the best I can to try to be the best I can, and sometimes I slip and sometimes I stumble and I fall flat on my face but I'm trying really hard and you are a a key part of that journey so thank you very much have a great rest of your day have a great weekend and go Tigers